Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Vocalista podcast. And today we've got two special guests with us. Do you guys want to introduce yourself? Hi, guys. I'm Famata, and I'm a friend of Melissa's. And welcome. Hey, everyone. I'm Maram, and I'm also a friend of Melissa's. And today, um, in this episode, um, we're going to be talking about, in fact, trigger warning before we even delve into it, trigger warning of sexual assault in every way possible. We're really going to talk about um, a lot. So obviously, I have to put a trigger warning before this because it is a very, very sensitive topic, um, especially right now. I just generally. So yeah, trigger warning. Um, We're going to be talking about sexual assault and... (laughs) Sexual assault is one of them topics, I think, is very, very, it's it's hard to talk about because there's still such a massive taboo about sexual assault and the way it's handled by, obviously, police and how it's handled, handled, about, handled by people around people who suffer um, from, no, not suffer, but who are, who have been um, sexually assaulted and... Yeah, we want to talk about this, and I want to talk about this. I didn't even know that this month apparently is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. So oh, yeah, I saw I that as well. I was like, yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, so I think this is an amazing time for actually for us to talk about this. But yeah, trigger warning, please, please, please. Um, yeah, yeah. You know what? Let's just delve into this. So I don't know why I shouted. Cool. We wanted to just, you know, um, put out some stats about sexual assault um, just as context before we start having our conversation because obviously something like sexual assault, a lot of people know about it, but the stats of how common and often that this really happens is actually very extraordinary. And I feel like when you really deep the stats, when you deep it, you realise like you actually do know people. You may not know, but you definitely do know people who have um, suffered from sexual assault, which is a very painful thing. And yes, what I wanted to mention beforehand, actually, um, in this instance, we are going to more talk about, no, actually, we are going to just be talking about female sexual assault. That doesn't mean we're disregarding male sexual assault, but it's because um, us as females really want to talk about um, female sexual assault because it is a very, very major thing. And yeah so don't don't come for us if we don't talk about male sexual assault because this is not the topic of the day um yeah so guys with the stats please tell everyone listening some stats about sexual assault because people need to know how common this is and how likely this is to happen to people around you or sadly to yourself so firstly 20% of women and 4% of men have been sexually assaulted since the age of 16. 30%, 31% of women aged 18 to 24 have experienced sexual abuse but only 5% of rape is actually convicted so only 5% of perpetrators are convicted and only 5 out of 1,000 perpetrators end up in prison and this is for so many reasons. Um, I feel like there's such an issue around victim blaming and people not taking others seriously mm. also rape isn't as isn't regarded as seriously as other crimes and people are really able to get away with it mm. um yeah defo 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 um Fatma, do you want to say any more that you um have? okay hold on uh in england and wales just 1.7 percent of reported rapes result in prosecution so as marin was saying that that means 98.3% of rape victims do not even receive justice. Do not even receive justice. Them. Which, 
there's so many reasons why that happens, obviously. But one of the reasons why it's because art is still a taboo subject. And then you can you can look at that as in like, okay, cool. Maybe the people um, who is that for people is that for um, sexual assaults that are reported or just generally. Okay, so uh, yes, yeah. Imagine. So you said ninety eight percent of sexual assaults are not reported. Yeah, so I'm once not. they do have the courage to report, mm-hmm. and I think we need to emphasize yeah. that, you know, people don't even report. So once they do have the courage to um, report, 98.3% of these rape victims do not even receive justice. That's crazy. Very, oh, that is, you know, night deep it. Not, so that's like, what, 2.3% of um, sexual assault victims, once they actually step forward, they get some sort of justice. And you know, the justice is not even like the the amount of justice or what the justice, um, how much justice. Exactly, they'll go to and to come, jail maybe for one year. They were and doing, then come back yeah. And I think there was. I don't remember who. There was this um rap song. I think it was like, yeah, it was by Krypton and Conan. I don't remember what song it was, but the guy was like. Um, he was saying how um, yeah, um, sexual assaulters and rapers get like one, two years in prison, but people who are selling drugs or you know trapping or on road like they get five, ten years in prison, which is actually very, very true. And obviously, let's not even delve into what crime goes above what crime, because come on, all crime is crime. But like the fact that someone who is who has raped somebody, uh, taken away you know something from somebody in that way, like with no with no consent you guys won't get what i'm trying to say like someone's done that and they get one year one year in jail for doing that and you know the trauma that stays with somebody from sexual assault from rape stays with them for life unfortunately and people will be like oh no but after a while you know forget about it and you get over it no it sticks with people in any interaction that they're gonna have with people in the future whether it's with other men or women or just generally with people because of what's happened to them yeah so the fact that it's still a taboo subject that even in school deep it in school you don't really learn about it unless do you guys learn about sexual assault in school and stuff like that no nothing no and i feel like that's Mm. why this conversation needs to be had because a lot of people don't know simple basic yeah that's another thing as well exactly people don't realize Consent is mandatory for any sort of sexual interaction, like whatever it is. And you know, people are like, oh, but you know, she said yes before, so it meant yes all the way through. No, like at each and every stage, you need to be asking, is this okay with you? Da, 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 da. Because sometimes some people change their mind, but they're so afraid of what the person's going to do to them that they don't speak up. And like, yeah. They can also be coerced into saying yes. They might not actually want to say yeah. yes. People don't realize the pressure of being put on others to, um, you know, give in when they actually just don't want to. Yeah, like sexual coercion is a thing as well, and like you can't even blame people for being in whatever, um, being in that situation because obviously you could have been in a very harmless situation, but someone switches up on you, and then you end up being in a very, very serious um, situation. Yeah, I feel like rape isn't taken seriously at all. It's yeah. just, I feel like because it's so common as well, it's easier to just make it seem smaller than it actually is. People just yeah. pretend like the impacts aren't as severe as they are. And that's obviously a huge issue, especially mm. when it comes to seeking justice. 
Definitely, definitely, definitely. That kind of even brings up to the point, guys. Why? Because every time someone like, um, like I always talk about Twitter in my podcast episodes because Twitter is literally like my go-to thing every day. Like I get most of my information from Twitter and obviously from news outlets. But every time that someone, you know, brings up rape, a female, I hate the word female. No, when women bring up rape and, you know, underneath there's just men or women or whoever is like oh but this was two years ago this is a year ago why didn't you report it or generally people like but why didn't you report it do you think twitter's gonna give you justice guys why don't people report sexual assault can you can we just educate people out there because people need to know why why okay um there's many reasons but the main mm-hmm. one obviously is victim blaming and another way rape culture is enabled is many people remain in those relationships with these predators. And that, again, enables them because once somebody has committed a crime as like huge as sexual assault, they should be ostracized from society, personally, from my opinion, because that's the only way they will know and acknowledge and be held accountable of their actions and then stop. But once you remain friends with them, like you're like, cool. Like, I don't care that you rape 500 girls. We can still be friends. Like, how is that normalized? But anyway, that's another uh, topic that we'll uh, delve into. And I think another thing that, um, enables rape culture is the jokes about rape yeah. and sexual violence. Ugh, I've heard some very, very disgusting jokes about like sexual assault. Like, oh yeah, you know, I'll do this to her, this to her. Like, look at her body. Da, da, da. I think it also relates to the sexualization of um, women's bodies generally by the media, by our society, that women's bodies are just there for one reason only to sexually please a man or um, another woman. Before you move on, can I just talk about like the, why women don't report? Yeah, 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 um, go ahead. For example, like it's no secret that people tend to back and protect their sons, husbands, anyone who has committed yeah. sexual assault. And I feel like loads of women are scared to come forward about this because they don't want to be, you know, kicked out of the family or harassed by the family in any way. Yeah. For example, like sexual assault within marriages, that is so common and so sad, but women don't want to report it because they don't want to be left by their husbands. They don't want the husband's family to, you know, in any way try and harass them and this and that. And um, I feel like families and friends and relatives and people around them play a big part in ensuring that someone is feeling safe and comfortable enough to come forward about this. And if they're not in that safe environment, they're not going to come forward. Yeah. I feel like another reason why people maybe not want to report their sexual assault is some people maybe don't want to be defined by their sexual assault. Like, for instance, if you openly tell people you were raped, like, as horrible as it sounds, like, you'll be seen as the rape girl. People will be even scared to speak to you. (laughs) Like, I've seen it happen a lot. And it just is scary that that's how you're defined. Like people don't see you as a human being anymore; they see you as a victim. They call you like that's not how you want to be defined well. at all. Um, and you don't mm-hmm. want to have that label on you. You know, the girl that looks for attention, the one that's just faking things, because that's also quite a big accusation. You know, to lie about sexual assault, and no one wants to have that baggage, you know, under their belt. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, like if you if you actually think about it, like what um what Formati was saying, like, when you find out somebody has uh, has been sexually assaulted and stuff, like, no one, like, with anything, no one wants to be looked at differently because of what has happened to them or what they've, what they've gone through. They want to be treated like everybody else. But obviously, 
everyone knows like once okay that's that's be so real here not everyone is going to treat you nicely because you've been sexually assaulted some people gonna be like you're lying but the ones who will treat you nicely are going to be you know walking around eggshell, um, walking on eggshells around you and no one wants that because it's kind of a thing where you want you want to it's in your past you don't want to think about it like every day because people are reminding you every day of what you've gone through and then you know people be like oh I understand etc etc when they haven't gone through it and there's there's loads of ways of showing your that you're standing with somebody because of what they've gone through than just walking around eggshells because that doesn't help they're probably gonna be like why the fuck are you doing that just treat me like every other human like let's talk about what we used to about before I told you that this happened to me kind of thing yeah exactly mad yeah for sure yeah and then when i think why people also don't report as well it also leads to like low rape convictions like um what yeah we already talked about it but low rape convictions is really a thing that will deter women from reporting because you know we were told that police the government um the system is supposed to protect us right but we know they don't protect us especially if you're um black let's be real they're not going to protect you as much as they protect anyone else but with sexual assault like women generally are not protected by the law so you know they know like what that's say somebody who's been sexual assault they know if they report it they're going to be asked by police what were you wearing where were you were you intoxicated was it dark at night were you alone all that kind of stuff which obviously doesn't help in your case because none of that stuff is the reason why you got raped we all know that oh well we should all also, know that none of that matters yeah go ahead um something that we did talk about earlier was the fact that you know, when you report a rape and you're taken to the police station, they ask you if you want to take a rape kit. So that's basically, they test, like, you know, down there and everything, and they check if you have been raped, and they check for DNA and all of that stuff. If you say no, you cannot have it done at another time. Because by that point, all the evidence would have been gone. But that means if you change your mind later on and say, actually, no, hang on, I want to press charges, they'll say, well, actually, you didn't take the rape kit, so we can't do that for you which is really really bad because some women decide later on once they've gained the confidence that they want to start reporting it yeah leading on to what Mariam said I saw this case uh where this girl got raped and she didn't realize you know like trauma happens differently and many victims of sexual assault mm-hmm. rape don't realize it until after especially due to the lack of you know awareness and education in mm. teaching people about sexual assault but once um, this girl realised she was raped, oh, yeah, she had a confession, like, as a text. So she texted the guy. The guy was like, okay, I'm sorry. Um, da, 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 da. So now everybody was like, yo, you have a confession. Like, many people don't actually have this opportunity to have a written confession, like, text. And then when she finally had the courage to go to the police, the police was like, no, it was too late. This was five years ago. Why are you sending us now? Da, 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 da. So again, mm. leading on to what Mariam said, mm. it's like the timing. It's like the minute you experience that trauma, that's when you have to confront it, and that's just crazy, especially considering yeah. how we deal and with trauma like, now. Um, obviously, with something as sensitive as sexual assault, yes, DNA improving that it happened is very key, but there are also other methods to find out whether it did happen. Because obviously, with any um, with any conviction, you need evidence, right? It's, unfortunately, we can't go off. The the system cannot go off of just somebody coming forward with their words saying they got raped, so they need evidence. There is much more evidence that you can get 
to prove sexual assault. Um, obviously, there's, I don't even need to explain the many ways you can get evidence or what kind of evidence can be used. So the fact that, you know, a lot of them just say, oh, because there's no DNA, we can't convict, is another reason why, you know, a lot of people get deterred from um, admitting it because, um, I mean, not admitting it, come forward, because like you guys said, if they don't want to speak about it um, at that moment in time, <clears throat> they're told that, that their opportunity is lost, it's gone, that they can't report it, nothing can happen because they didn't do it as soon as it happened. Like your first instinct after being raped isn't to run to the police station and be like, hey, help me, I've gotten raped. It's probably to have a shower, wash away anything that mm, could have yeah. been there, change your clothes, get rid of any memories of what's happened and then sit down and think it through. You know, you don't run there like half naked thinking, oh my God, I need the police to help me. Especially if you know that um, the police don't have like a clean record of helping yeah. people. And the fact that rape is so common that you could be going to someone who's also a rape enabler and doesn't help you and just pushes our trauma even further. Yeah, that's even another thing. Um, a lot uh, There's a lot of cases of um, sexual assault in police, um, law enforcement in police, which that's a whole other conversation. Like um, levels of government, um, no, levels of power also being sexual assaulters and, you know, getting away with it because they're the ones who are supposed to convict sexual assault. So it's like you'll never get justice because they're the ones in power, which is very, very unfortunate. Very, <sighs> yeah. But I think the main chunk of the conversation about sexual assault, yeah. Uh, sorry, if we if we sound very down, it's because this is a very serious topic. We can't laugh about this. There's nothing to laugh about in any of the situations. And if we are laughing, it's because we're laughing out of annoyance and anger. That's the only reason why. But um, the main, I guess, conversation around sexual assault um, is enabling rape culture and what rape culture is rape culture is the culture that surrounds rape the ideas um the discourse the everything around rape and why it's still sadly considered as oh it's just going to happen anyways you know women just have to deal with it it is what it is kind of thing and yeah like what do you guys think that <laughs> talk to me about you know <laughs> uh <laughs> The conversation around, <laughs> I don't know why, you know what it is, because I'm, I'm about to start speaking, yeah, and I'm just thinking about everything that rape culture, like, has in it, and I'm getting annoyed because rape culture pisses me off so much. But there's one thing, like, one of the main things that we, we were talking about, actually, before we started recording, um, yeah, Marami, do you want to talk about that? Because that one is, that one irks all our souls, Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, so um, the idea of boys backing boys, even when they know that their friends are in the wrong, um, there's obviously this issue that they will refuse to believe the girls. And even if they do believe the girls, they will still 100% be behind their boys just because of that, you know, unity of friendship and solidarity and this and that. And um, they, I don't understand why they do it, to be honest. Like, I don't get it. It makes no sense to me because, in my opinion, if my friend, girl or boy, was caught doing something like that, I wouldn't want to be associated with someone like that because associating, associating yourself with someone who's sexually assaulted someone else, it means that you understand their values and you agree with those values. And those values are disrespectful. They have no mm -hmm. care towards other people. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, mm -hmm. Boys just, I don't get it. I feel like there's this... I hate to say it like this because obviously it's going to get a lot of people angry but I feel like there's this internalized misogyny towards women where they just don't want to 
like in any way they love their boys that much and it's scary yeah we really suck your your boy's dick all the way after what they've done to like another girl like come on can we please just free us we need to free no we actually we don't need to free you boys need to free yourself of the bondage that bondage that you have for your friends that you enable them to go go and rape somebody and still be friends with them i don't get it yep literally like is it that you hate women so much that you just don't want to support them and just don't want to sit there and believe what? them or is it that you're just you just want to kiss your boys ass so much i don't understand it. it it literally makes no sense to me but it's one of the worst issues that we have here like with the situation mm, definitely obviously there's also the issue of girls not supporting girls like forget boys it mm. literally does not make sense to me how other that girls just screams pick me yeah literally. to be honest yeah Pick me, choose me. Because, like, <laughs> I don't understand how you, as a woman, knowing that you have gone through this or will go through this, God forbid, can sit there and actually back another guy for what they've done to a girl. I do not get it. Because the guy will still not choose you. You know, he will not sit there and think, oh, this one girl backed me. You'll think she's an idiot. I've gone to her friend. <laughs> I literally sat there and I saw her friend and she's backing me. She's stupid. It's simple as, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it shows that you have no respect for yourself if you're sitting there being friends with boys who could just turn around and hurt you, in my no, opinion. But there's a lot of, again, it's internal mass misogyny, but the pick me energy I've seen on Twitter and in real life is so scary because how can you t- look me in the face and tell me this guy's a monster for raping? Oh, we shouldn't be so quick to blame. <laughs> eh. I don't know, like, it, again, it's like, what does it take for you to care or for you to cut that person off once it's done to your right. family, once it's done to you? Scary as hell. But then, yeah, the scariest thing is that you know that these same women will grow up to have kids, and it makes me think, like, what happens if a daughter comes to you one day and says, Mom, Dad did this, or my brother did this, or some random guy did this? What are they going to say to their kids? Are they just going to sit there and have that same pick-me behaviour and say, no, nah, it's all right, like, this didn't happen, stop it, stop, like, lying about it? You know what I'm trying to say? The cycle goes on. And mm. it's, I think it also links perfectly to how men who now do be like... Um, if my son was a rapist, I'll have to kill him. Or da 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 da. Or women um don't get raped because of clothes. The like on TikTok especially, you have comments like, "Oh my god, king! Oh my god, energy! Oh my god!" For the bare minimum, if I scream it, I'm from Marta, the annoying girl who just keeps talking about sexual assault. But if a guy says it, "Oh my god, energy!" Da 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 da. Like don't the bare minimum. <laughs> As in, we're praising these men for the bare minimum. Like, even that relates to, like, stuff like relationships. Like, oh, like, he did this for me. We're praising him. We're worshipping the ground he walks on. Like, the bare minimum that men have to do to get validation from women or just generally is extraordinary. Like, the fact that someone's saying, yeah, like, not condoning rape and they're getting praised. Do you know how scary that is? Like, men have to just do one small thing and they get so much respect. Like... So when it comes to major, major things, what will you do? That's why, will you lay down your life for them because they've done this? Like, it really makes me scared. Very, very scared. Yeah, I find that so sad. Like, as women, we we hold them to such a low standard. Like, I don't get why we do that because, like you said, the bare minimum is being praised. But it also makes men feel like, oh, yeah, just because I didn't rape her, I'm entitled to all of this and all of that. When in reality, we should Mm. be saying, 
you should be doing way more than that. You should be Literally. calling out everyone else who does it. Thank but you. we don't do that. I feel like we, well, there's obviously internalized like misogyny within the men, but I feel like within us women, it's the same thing. We have this internal dislike for ourselves and other women. Yeah. But I feel like now this is the perfect time to link on to like rape apologists. So I have a list here of what makes you a rape apologist or a sexual assault apologist. First one, if you believe a woman's dressing or behaviour determines how they should be treated. If you believe persistence and pleading is key in getting someone to have sex with you. Now, this is something I've seen where you have, like what Marion was talking about earlier, where you think coercing mm. someone is necessary or is is cool. Like, I will never understand, but yeah. Um, you assume being in a relationship is a ticket to consent. You catch yourself saying, why was she out at that time? She shouldn't have worn that. You bring up false allegations when a victim of rape speaks up. You believe asking for consent ruins the mood. You think women visiting men in their apartment is an invitation for sex. You believe that rapists are innocent until proven guilty. And this is why I will always believe when a woman speaks up because mm-hmm. I'd rather innocently believe a woman than accidentally believe a rapist. Like, that's why I will always, yeah. always, 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 always. Um, I think I'm almost finished. And you think mixed signals can be taken as consent. Oh, that's the worst one. Yeah. Especially the one about like going to someone like their house and expecting sex. I think there's this whole culture that oh, because she's all come all the way to me, I must get something from this. Oh, you're wasting my time if I don't get any from this. Like it's very transactional. Like I think a lot of men, you know, look at that. I think there was even I I literally watched a video of this yesterday. It was guide a guy did some TikTok where he was about to have some sex with a girl and he was like to the girl, Oh, are you sure? And the girl was like, Yeah, and he asked, Are you sure again? And she was like, No, not really. And he was like, Okay, that's fine, baby, don't worry. And she was he put back his top he put his top back on and she was like thank you and then he was like now it's time for you to leave like that whole transactional nature around oh if you've come all the way here and you change your mind get out because all I wanted here was sex or sex was the main objective for me for you to come to my house like that's another thing that we actually need to talk about like just because you're with somebody or just just because you're talking to somebody and they come visit you and you know maybe that there was sex on the table just because they remove it now doesn't mean that no, why? That's not right. And then you tell them to get out. That's offensive. That's yeah. <gasps> what? Oh, I saw a um similar TikTok where this guy was saying, "Guys, here's how to get a girl to have sex with you." And he was like, "Oh, if she says she doesn't want to have sex with you, we be like, all right, that's cool. Go into the other room, pick up your phone, and act like you're calling another girl to come over." I and he says that will make her jealous. Yeah, that will make her jealous and make her want to have sex with you. I was like, oh my god, God forbid. It's mad. It's right. Like, what do we have to do to gain respect, like, from men? Like, the. I. We ask for the bare minimum because they literally present just rubbishness. Like, all these TikToks, yeah, okay, cool, they're supposed to be comedy, but this shit really does happen in real life. People actually do this stuff. So, we're not even talking like, oh, you know, it's just one and like, not that many guys do this. A lot of guys, I know a lot of guys, and I know my friends know, and people know a lot of guys who do this kind of shit. Like, what do we have to do for men to understand that this, like, you know, I don't have any words to say. I'm taking care of us and get you. Yeah. We get you. Yeah. I think the point of consent as well is very important. Like, 
a lot of people genuinely think by asking it ruins the mood and I don't understand why. Oh like what? Like I don't ha- I don't have a comment. I think a lot of people like a lot of girls I can speak for find it even more attractive when there's con- like you're being asked because it's like they're actually taking the time to care to do what they're going to do whatever that is you know doing your business like people find that more attractive instead of just somebody just grabbing you doing this doing that without your consent or without asking you there's also this idea of like this whole boys will be boys thing where people just kind of brush off guys who are insensitive or guys who touch girls up in the wrong way like oh you know they didn't mean it you know how rough boys are how you know they don't think before they do things when Mm. you know damn well I don't care how old you are, you need to like understand boundaries, you need to know what's right and what's wrong. And if you're not teaching that to your child at a young age, that's basically just letting them do it when they're older. And it's this whole cycle of not teaching your children what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, like you, we definitely need to... A lot, okay, we can really blame like culture and society for like turning um, boys or men into some of them how they wait how they are now but a lot of it is from parenting like parents need to understand the same way that you're telling your your daughter to close her legs at this this and this or wear long skirt or don't show boob and this you need to tell men don't look at girls if they don't want your if if they don't want you to look at them don't do this don't like a lot of girls don't like catcalling don't catcall don't sexually harass women if there's no consent don't do anything like we need to actually teach our boys from young because we were actually talking about this before we recorded yeah like there's so much emphasis on girls being the ones to avoid rape and there's nothing around boys having to not do rape do you get it like think about dress codes and all of that dress codes are literally telling girls don't don't look certain way that boys will want to come and try to do something to you like over the knee skirts or no off the shoulder or no um no sleeveless stuff like what about a bloody sleeveless arm is is sexual like why do we have to cover up just because boys or men cannot control themselves or they can't close yeah dress codes are crazy thing like and we're just told to like avoid avoid rape that's it's even sad like I think there was this TikTok that I saw like a couple months ago where like a girl was saying oh imagine being able to go on late night walks like stuff like that we even have to avoid don't you just having fresh air at night I don't think like guys realize how much women put into being safe like there was a time in year 10 like from my personal experience where I was just I don't know why I was just scared something bad was going to happen to me and I remember my friend wanted to buy me a rape um what is it called a rape that's whistle a rape whistle and it's like why in year 10 how old was I 15 16 yeah 15 why at that age should I be starting to get myself prepared for something bad happening to me like it's scary yeah yeah I don't know if this is the same case with you guys but like my mom she's African obviously she never let me sleep over at anyone's places still doesn't while I'm under her roof because yeah. she says she doesn't trust other parents she doesn't know what goes on in other households yeah um, yeah and from the, obviously I realized like as I got older why she did that and I feel like that even though it pissed me off as I grew up I feel like I'm gonna take the same approach with my children just because as you grow up you start to realize how evil Mm -hmm. people truly are and then 
it's a shame that you have to hold your children back from having fun or doing things they want to do because other people don't teach their kids how to control themselves. Definitely. And that, that even with that whole sleepover thing, like even my mom would be like, oh, you can't go there if there's men in that house. To do it. Like she would, if, if, I, if I begged her to go to sleepover, it, like it had to be an all-girls household because obviously yeah. the likelihood of it being, like there being sexual assault is statistically less if it's females, whatever. So even all of that, like I think there was even one point where like what Marta was talking about, like uh, I think I was in year ten or year nine as well. Like there was just our school where it was, like there was um a, an area where it was very dark at night. Um, like we we were told like not to walk around by ourselves. But, like if you're going home, go together home, go home together in like groups of three, four, because there's been suspicious suspicious uh, activity in the area with like strange men walking around. Like deep it, like we we're actually fourteen, fifteen. Like what Marta was saying, and from then we had to be aware of our surroundings. And you should just be enjoying life as a young teenager, being worried that you know you're going to be like assaulted, sexually assaulted, or raped or whatever. Like, even, I think this happened in your school, Fatmata, if I'm correct. Like, during winter, they would have to alert you. They would make, they would have to tell you, like, don't go through Yeah, there was the a park. park. Because, yeah. There was a park. I think <laughs> and a lot and of stuff would that, happen. Yeah. Oh, like, my God. They would, they would tell their students not to walk through the park after school. Because, you know, in the UK, um, it gets dark at, like, 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock in winter. So they'll tell you not to walk through there. And, like, stuff like that. Like, it's, it's, it's very, very alarming. Exactly. Very. When there should be emphasis on men. Hi, guys. Not to rape. Like, oh, my God. Like, why is it, why is it something that is so hard? Oh, yeah. gosh. It's very, very female heavy, female heavy. Like I think in a lot of things, it's like women actually have to carry carry it. Like with sexual assault, women have to carry it. With okay, now I don't have examples, but you know, a lot of the stuff, like a lot of issues, there are women are the ones who have to do all you know, the work. Like, you're and making men sense. Like it's death. our responsibility to ensure we don't get raped. Like how does that sentence even make sense? But that is our reality. Like I want, if you're a boy listening to this, I want you to understand the gravity of how we have to protect ourselves in cases of sexual assault. Like yeah. even... Can I just like... Oh, yeah. no, cool. Finish your point, finish your point. Like even at parties, um, oh, you yeah. have to make sure your friends are administering how much you're drinking or how much, who you're going with or who that, that, because anything can literally happen. And nobody cares if you're sexually assaulted. Unfortunately, that's the reality we live in. You saying the whole, uh, if you're listening to this, if you're a guy, it brings me back to that really piss-taking thing that boys say, not all men. That is the one phrase that pisses me off so oh much when I see it in comment section. Not all men. Like, you can be just talking about your personal experience, this happened to me, I'm being really honest, and someone in the comment will be like, but not all men do this. It, you know what, like, it triggers me, it actually triggers me, because <laughs> why are you sitting here trying to back... People, like it doesn't make sense. What I'm trying to say, like, you're trying to say that not all men do this and that we're not meant to generalize all men. But the truth is, if you weren't hurt, you wouldn't be sitting here commenting if you didn't fit. Like, when you say not all men, like, I'm saying men are, you know, the, mo- the majority of people in that sexual assault, not all men. Of course, it's not all men, you stupid dimwit. But <laughs> the majority of your gender. So get yourself together, 
control your gender, start educating them instead of educating me that it's not all men. When you say phrases like men, it starts to catch people's attention and starts to make people aware that, you know, it is the majority of people, or even if it's not the majority of people committing the crimes, is the majority of people enabling these type of behaviours to continue. So shut up mm. and go eat whatever you eat. Literally, like, instead of sitting there commenting, not all men, you could just go share it with your friends, be like, oh, boys, look, this is what's going on. This is how girls feel. What are we going to do about this? Not sitting there saying, not all men. Like, we know damn well not all men, like you said. It flipping pisses me off because by doing that, you're just trying to say, well, I get what you're saying, but actually, not all men do this, so that's where you're wrong. Because they know damn well we're not sitting here generalising the entire flipping species. Like, we're not trying to incriminate yeah. every single man to walk this earth so when they do that they're just trying to invalidate what we're saying they know mm-hmm. what they're doing it's manipulative and it's gaslighting and i hate it it's the worst thing you could ever say to someone who's been honest about something they've gone through for real gaslighting even that's even talking about gaslighting because ga- i didn't even know what gaslighting was like the actual definition and the the term until like probably just about a year ago now and when I actually when I found the term and then the explanation of it I was like I've actually been a victim of gaslighting in so many different scenarios to do with like stuff about sexual assault in different scenarios I've been like I've have been gaslit I know people have been like gaslit and I think one of the things I actually really want to talk about is like when you find out somebody's been sexually assaulted, and I think a lot of men do this to their female friends when they find out and maybe they're speaking out against like another um, male or somebody, like the friend is like, oh, are you sure that happened though? Like, but you know that this guy, like he's a good guy. I don't think he would do that, you know? Or like maybe the situation was a bit different. Are you sure that happened though? I don't know why I was speaking like that, but do you get what I mean? Like, because in the, that, the, in the friend's mind, never could that other guy do that or no he's not like that the girl is lying like we said the amount of false falsely accused um accused sexual assault or rape um stories is very very low so for you to firstly invalidate your friend's feelings to put your boy in front of them is so completely wrong like you have to deep how much women suffer because of stuff like sexual assault even if they haven't been assaulted the stuff that they have to do like we've said to avoid getting assaulted because men can't control themselves and then you're coming to your friend telling them oh, are you sure really did it like imagine how your friend your girlfriend feels when you tell them are you sure that x did this like they're not like that how would mm. you know so for you to say they're not like that of course you will never know that they're like that unless you see with your own eyes you will never know so anyways very passionate because that one pisses me off gaslighting your friend to put your boy in front oh you don't even deserve friends at that point do you know the biggest example of one that happened the whole situation that happened in our school oh yeah there was a lot of gaslighting happening at that point wait to you specifically or like just all the girls Every girl that came forward um, mm, talking yeah. about what happened, there was a lot of talk going ar- going around about like, oh, is she actually being honest about what happened? Is she sure? Like maybe he was just play fighting with her. I don't think he meant it like that. There was a lot of uh, talk about the girls just, you know, not recalling situations properly. A lot of boys saying that, no, 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 they don't know what they're saying. This is definitely not true. That was really irritating because you're suggesting that these girls are just making things up or these girls aren't in some way coherent enough to be honest yeah like what are you trying to imply by saying like no 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 they must have got it wrong 
do you not trust their judgment? Like it, intelligent girls, I don't understand that. Mm, I'll I'll give a quick overview, obviously because not everyone here went to our school. Yeah, but in absolutely. our school, um, there was yeah, like there was basically um, a, I think it, I don't know what was happening in society at that point, and then um, I think all stuff to do with sexual assault was coming up and all of that, and. Maram here um, basically gave a platform to other girls um, in our institution who had been sexually assaulted or raped to come forward and just talk about it. So um, a lot of names were obviously brought up and stuff like that. And yeah, so she was just referring to the fact that um, a lot of the people who came forward who were being accused of sexual assault or rape um, were basically, you know, obviously saying to women uh saying to maram that oh these girls were lying are they sure about that they must must something else happened that didn't happen you know obviously trying to paint them as delusional crazy just trying shit basically and yeah like we were talking about this before as well like in that situation there that's when you really deep that whole like letting your boys get away with it because as we all know (sighs) A lot of people who actually do we really need to get into this, guys? Should we get into this? Get into it. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's get into it. We will. A lot of people were who the people who were accused, um, friends of their friends and all of that. They may have known what their friends were doing, or they may have had an inkling, but because you know it's your boy, it's your friend, it's your guy, you're you just gonna ignore it. Exactly. Yep. You, you turn like. I don't know. I think for a lot of things, I can excuse other behaviors. Like any, any, I can like really excuse any other behavior. But stuff like okay, murder, <laughs> I wouldn't obviously um, excuse. And sexual assault or like gas, ga- like yeah, sexual assault or rape. I, I, I can never like once I hear that you've done that. Uh, like we just can't be friends like and it's not even a thing where I care about my reputation me being friends with you just means that I think that this behavior is okay like what Maram was saying I think was Maram saying like you've got no I think with Fatmata like you've gotten away with it me staying friends with you means okay I've heard this but I'm gonna let you get away with it because you're my friend no like sexual assault is not a deal breaker to y'all scary like, what, what's the deal breaker then? What's actually the deal breaker to the friendship? Because I want to know. Your mom. That, that would be the deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the deal breaker. Like, I think, do you guys want to talk about that situation? Like, that happened? Um, yeah, I have a comment to make. Yeah, you talk about that because obviously you're the person at the forefront of this. Yeah, so a lot of this, obviously, every single submission was anonymous because the girls weren't comfortable enough coming forward a lot of them admitted they were really scared because they didn't want to lose friends they didn't want to be called out they didn't want to be attacked they don't know what these boys are capable of and that's just the honest truth we spent two years with these guys at school but they genuinely didn't know what they would do to them so I said that's fine you know let's keep anonymous hopefully they will learn something from this the biggest issue was that the boys who were accused actually texted me saying unless these girls come forward with their names I'm not listening to anything they say. And I was like, well, if you can see that multiple people have come forward about you, don't you think there's an issue with you and not the girls? And they said, no, 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 there's no way to prove that you haven't written these, that there's not just three of your friends writing all of these up, lying about it. There's no way to prove that they actually felt the way they did. You know, unless they come forward with names, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not apologizing. I'm not going to take you seriously. All of you can go to hell. You know what I'm trying to say? And that really pissed me off because why do you need someone to sit here and open themselves up to you and have a name for you to admit what you've done. Like, 
what do you plan to do? Do you plan to go harass these women? One of the people that was actually um, called out said, oh, yeah, if I don't get names, I can't make amends. And I was like, no, you can make amends. You can think back to every single girl you think you might have made uncomfortable, every girl you've touched up in some kind of way, or maybe just release a public statement saying, I'm so sorry to everyone, which is what some of the guys did. Um, yeah, for but you to sit that, here... Even that, like, irked me so much because it's like... That did irk me too. That is not even enough. And they really thought that rape or sexual assault is something where you can just say sorry. Like, sis, it's not a band-aid. It's not like you punched me. That it will never be enough. And a lot of the people, like some of the victims were my friends and they were like, that apology is not enough. That will not even make me feel better. And I was just like, I hate you guys. Yeah. Literally, 100% agree with that. The public statements themselves did nothing to help those girls feel better. But even if it wasn't genuine, they made that public statement saying sorry. Whether it was genuine or not, we'll never know. But they did something about it, which is a little bit more than the other guys who completely and outright refused to even admit their faults. That was the one thing that pissed me off because these girls were so brave to even tell me what had happened, let alone, you know like have to tell everyone else so that was something that really stressed me out something that was actually just taking a whole like emotional toll on me because I thought these guys were so brave and I had these guys on the other side saying no 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 they're chatting shit or all of you lots are just like acting up and this and that it was just such a big mess that was unnecessary because I feel like if the guys had just taken responsibility and accountability for what had happened these girls would have felt so much more safe and would have come forward about it. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, and I feel like another reason why these girls actually did come out was not even for an apology. I think it's more beware of this person because a lot of the guys that were, um, you know, accused had a lot of friends. Like, they were not the type of people... Well, I, how do I word this? They were popular. I get what you're saying. Yeah, okay. They were like, yeah, they were popular. They had a lot of friends, a lot of people liked them. So it was more okay. like, beware of this guy. Like, I don't even want an apology. I don't want anything from me. I just want the rest of the public to know that this person is this type of way. A lot of girls said they just wanted to like share their story, to be honest. They said that they felt comfortable just being open about it and it felt like a weight had been lifted off their chest because obviously I didn't just post these on my story and move on. I had conversations with every single girl that messaged me and I talked them through how they felt and if they were okay now. So I felt like for them it was finally like, oh my gosh, I finally have someone to talk to about this that I didn't have before. So regardless Regardless of like the guys, I'm happy that at least I was able to have these one-on-one conversations with the girls and help them understand that I was there for them, um, if you know what I'm trying to say. So yeah, it was more like just getting it off their chest and also, yeah, like you said, raising awareness. Another thing that really just irked me, like I, I was laughing and I need to stop laughing because again, it's not, but you know when Mel- what Melissa <laughs> said, when you laugh yeah. out of shock or like you know yeah. you wonder how people can be so stupid no but like again like it's it really like makes me laugh until like my grave that people sit and mm. think so high of themselves like your self-esteem is so high that you think you're a person like you're a celebrity that some so a girl will sit and say you know what i don't really like x I'm going to make a fake rape allegation story about X and ruin his life. Clearly, it didn't ruin your life because you still have many of your friends there with you and you think that this yeah. old 
bums down to some someone trying to cancel you like who are you for me to cancel you like what are you <laughs> do you get what i'm saying like you're not even a celebrity like you're really embarrassing at this point you're a soundcloud rapper please down this is so embarrassing for me like i have such an embarrassment <laughs> watching this go on so I definitely have to bleep that out because there's no way I can have that on but I want it on because the only way I can address these because I have blocked them on everywhere no 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 as in there's no 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 because people will know who that is so what are they going to do do they know where I live Okay, cool. Actually, fair enough, yeah. Okay. And that same person, to be fair, I had an argument with the very next day um, mm. because of how pissed off I was at the way it was just being handled and they didn't give two flying fucks. So, you know what? If they listen to this, let them listen. Like, do you, do you see again how we're forced to be scared? Like, what are you going to do? You're going to kill me? You're going to kill me. You're going to ask the true. institution yeah, for like, our address, for my address, and you're going to kill me. Like, what are you going to do? Beat me up? Like, it's not a deep. Like, for other... Like, if you think about other crimes and then, you know, when people, like, come forward, like, you're told to speak about it, speak up, all of that. And that even comes that... Actually, like, what I've just done saying, I'm not going to put that in, even comes to the whole thing where how... It's, like, it's still a taboo subject or, like, people don't want to talk about it. And my thing is more about... Not that I'm protecting that person's identity. I don't want to start a problem kind of thing or I don't want if that's the same they should be we should be fighting these people like they're sexual abusers they've hurt people in our community and I don't want somebody else to be oh let me just (laughs) (laughs) I love the way you're like I'm tired of talking I'm out (laughs) I still have frustration though because I get what she's saying on a whole other level okay Maybe I should just speak again. All I'm trying yeah. to say is, if you're a SoundCloud rapper or if you're a random guy, nobody's trying to ruin your clout. That's all I'm saying because you have no clout. You're a nobody, okay? I'm a nobody, you're a nobody. You're not a celebrity. Nobody knows who you yeah. are. Even if you're bait, somebody in America will not know who you are enough and my allegation will not cause that person to now not like stan you like you're not a celebrity that's yeah. all my point is and us doing this isn't us like trying to like you know get clout or like us talking about something controversial we're not trying to like become famous like we're literally doing this because it is a problem in our society in our smaller circles and in our environment like sexual assault and then when it happens to you know women so us doing this it's not we don't have a vendetta against you that yeah Fat we have a hard like this all the time. when this happened like six months ago. Like we don't have a vendetta against you. We don't care about you. We just care about what you've done to Thank other you. people. Like we, this is not a premeditated plan. We're like, oh yeah, we're gonna fuck. Like and they really said, think it is. They think like, we care about them enough. Like, they think we go to sleep thinking about them and wake up thinking about them. Like how am I gonna ruin my life today? Do you make music for me? No, you do nothing no. for me. You're a nobody. And it's scary that a lot of people don't have the courage to say that to these people because I don't know who's told you that you're somebody enough for me to sit down and write a fake allegation about. Unfortunately, yeah. social status plays into it. If you're a popular person, chances are people yes. are going to listen to you over someone who's not as popular as you. It's just how it is. But like, think about how like the degree of their popularity. Like You're popular in the institution that we were at. What is that compared to? That's literally it. That's and nothing. The thing is, Maram, 
we didn't even do it to the scale that I think we should have done it to where like post on Twitter so that people who know these people will actually mm. you know yeah. know what they do because these people are literally going around honestly I was too like emotionally and mentally exhausted to even think about that so that didn't cross my mind but yeah that just made me yeah I think yeah you know the whole like twitter thing we could have put it on twitter thingy um that kind of reminds me of i remember why i think the whole sexual assault conversation was coming up because people were doing that on twitter to general people there was like a sexual assault list that was going around and i think there's also this conversation people are like um you know we shouldn't like out them like this because you know we're ruining their lives so forth, so forth. Again, but that like, conversation still now we're, we're not ruining their lives. Like they're free. You know, they're, they're in, they're an, in anonymity as well. Oh God, it's horrible. They're like they're, they're just like university. Yeah. They've gone. They've done their career. A lot of these people are literally. Uh, this is what also like rape culture in university. Like these people are at the top twenty institutions in the country. Like they're doing their thing, and nothing has happened to them because of what they've done. Do you get it? Yeah. One of the things with this whole situation, I'll just, this will be like my last point about this, um, was how I was told like the whole way it was handled was really wrong. The fact that it was posted publicly, every, like most of the boys were saying, oh, it should have been done privately. These boys should have been messaged first. And the truth of the matter is that it doesn't always work. For example, like with my situation and with one of my friends who was too scared to speak up or wanted me to do on her behalf, I messaged one of the guys, the main guy, privately saying, hey, look, I heard about what's happened and I want to talk to you about what's happened to me and what you did and I didn't like it. I want to talk through it with you. I want to know why you did it and how you feel about it. And I got zero response, completely aired. It was seen and aired. And with some of the other guys, I did the same. I messaged them privately and I said, listen, girls are saying this and this about you and I obviously want to get your side of it first um, before I sit there and incriminate you. But the fact that the responses were so rubbish and they were just like, ah, uh, nah, listen, there's all bullshit. Then I said, you know what, it has to be put up in public. Because this whole idea of it has to be done privately, don't ruin their reputations, don't ruin their lives. Like, you know, this stuff on the internet it can go anywhere, it can ruin everything. I don't care about none of that because at the end of the day, if you're old enough, if you're old enough to make these decisions, then you're old enough to understand the repercussions of these decisions. And doing that privately it doesn't help anyone because at least when it's done publicly you're going to feel the pain that you put upon other people and we're helping other girls who may know you at least the smart ones the ones who (laughs) believe the victims will find themselves away from you like i'm not trying to victim blame again and say like you're done by continuing this friendship but oh I, i don't know how to word this but god forbid like anything happens to you you didn't take heed. You didn't take the warning. Okay, take that out of the podcast because I don't want no trouble. <laughs> it sounds like I'm victim blaming. But uh, yeah, what you were saying, like, I think there's the thing as well, like, how do I explain it? We're, okay, let's say with what happened, let's not even talk about what happened um, in the institution that we were at, but just generally when this stuff happens, because we, 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 we don't want to, let's say we don't want to ruin the person's life or give them a bad rep. Okay, cool. Let's say if they we do give them a bad rep, yeah, and people are like, oh, yeah, that's the guy who got accused for sexual assault. 
How many people actually think that about guys, yeah? Because we all know somebody who's been accused of our sexual assault. If someone was to talk about that person, what's the first thing they would say about that person? A characteristic of theirs or a hobby they do? Or oh, he's a SoundCloud rapper. Okay, again, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> but they will not mention the fact that they were accused by sexual assault. So it doesn't ruin their lives. They're not they're not diminished in any way. It doesn't hurt them when they're going on for their careers or anything they're going to do. Do you get it? That's so for I'm you saying. to tell me that it's going to, when we know it's not, is just outrageous. I should not protect you that you've gone and hurt somebody else just so your career is okay or that your name's not tarnished. No way. Mm. We will tarnish it because of what you've done. 100% agree with that. Like, um, at my current university, it it's, like, notorious for oh, rape yeah, scandals, uh, sexual assault scandals, yeah. Um, should I mention it, or is that not a good yeah. idea? I think so. I think you should. A lot of people yes. don't know, and they might apply. Yeah. True. So, yeah, the University of Warwick, it's really flipping infamous because of all of this has happened. And since yeah. I've been there, there have been multiple marches, against sexual assault because we have these anonymous pages on Instagram where people can send in anonymous confessions and at one point all of them were about girls saying this guy raped me this guy sexually assaulted me this guy drugged me this guy did this and this and this and it got to the point where the owner of the anonymous page said we have to do something about it and marches were organized petitions were signed the university was even put on the news a couple weeks ago because of how much this escalated yeah and Despite all of this, nothing has happened. No one has been um, texted, not texted, no one has been um, asked about the situation. No one has been helped. People have come forward and they have not been dealt with. Girls admitted to having told um, members of the faculty what had happened and they were told there was nothing that could be done. And one of the worst things was that once guys were actually reported and once it was proved that they had done something wrong, they were still allowed to return to the university. So that's it. The girls reported what happened. The guys were dealt with and told, right, you can come back to campus. Just continue your studies as if nothing happened. And those girls had to be around those same people again, which I think is just absolutely ridiculous. I can't imagine that. Like, again, nobody cares. That's what I'm trying to understand. Like, why do you think we're trying to tarnish your non-existent clout? Like, you're still going to be allowed in the institution. Yeah. Like, what should happen to these people is that they shouldn't have an education anymore. And I feel like even saying that, it's like, oh, my God, for Marta, like, how can you say that? But it's like, do you know what sexual assault is? Do you know what rape is? Do you know the trauma that does to somebody? And then you are still continued to have education still. Like, not even, like, ostracized from society, you're still going to be in that same classroom around those people yeah and then that whole like like with you know i think universities have a really really big problem with sexual assault and how they handle it and like like deep it for those people who have gone through that that's just all about work in this um thing like around campus they're seeing the people who sexually assaulted them or raped them or did something to them all the time like and there's no that person there's nothing happens to them like nothing like there's no especially this like there's no police record especially because universities don't want it to come out so that you know then reputation's ruined this stays within the university and the faculties where it's reported to so like yeah maybe they're they're seen by the board the board asks them what happened and that's it so you know this doesn't ruin your life so the fact that you can even say from the beginning oh why you you know you're trying to wreck somebody's name by doing this no it's not 
even if you look like in society, the amount of people who like even not even sexual assault, like if you look at MPs, the amount of them who've broken the law, who've admitted to taking hardcore drugs, doing all sorts of things, cheating in exams, and they're still members of parliament, a very high position. What makes you think accusing somebody of sexual assault is going to ruin your life when you're whoever you are? Like yeah. you're not even as big. Like no, you're going to be fine. So us doing this is liberating those women from the pain and the trauma they've gone through and, you know, seeking justice, which unfortunately, unfortunately, most of the time, you know, doesn't happen. So, yeah, we're not out like, to get you. We don't care about can you. Can we deep that? Like, women don't even go to police anymore. Women go to Twitter. Because that's yeah. the only way you can be ostracised from society, where those women who believe the victims or even those men who believe the victims... You know, now they will come. They will start to, you know, some like consequences will start happening instead of actually going to the police. Can we deep that? I want you to take a second to deep that. Like social media. So social media, we have to come and admit something like that on social media for t- to be heard. Police doesn't even do anything. The they are literally, they say, not oaths, but they sign documents and things like that saying they're going to protect the people of this country, of whatever country, yet they can't even give justice to people who have been, um, who have suffered by the hands of sexual assault. You have to go to Twitter. Um, Bloody Twitter. social media is a blessing at this point, because imagine yeah. if you weren't able to go to Twitter or to Instagram and say all of this. So many things will be swept under the rug. Definitely. And like what Fatmanta was saying, like just knowing who who has done what, you can avoid those people. Like it's like a watch list that Twitter's giving us, which sadly we don't have like with police or with government. I mean, police don't give us that. Like, you know, like the whole sexual offenders list, like you can actually access the sexual offenders list generally like as a citizen but because these people who were accusing that they never get like it never gets sorted out it doesn't get reported for many reasons whatever that doesn't really matter but because it's not being sorted out we have to make our own sexual offenders list us as normal citizens of this world like why can we also like talk about the fact that people that come out of prison after having committed a sexual crime are then relocated and have their names changed to protect their identity. That is crazy to me because not only are you enabling them to commit that crime again, and that's on you, Mm -hmm. but you're literally telling them, listen, you have done this horrible thing that's going to traumatize a girl for the rest of her life. But you know what? It's cool. Go live your life. And we're going to protect you by changing your name and concealing your identity and concealing your location so that you can have a life. Whereas other people for much pettier crimes are in prison doing 20 years. They're like, that just doesn't add up. That is the worst thing. Like they're given a whole new life, new identity. They're told like deep it. Whereas the people who have suffered, like the victims can't even escape like their reality it's in their mind it affects their mental health and so forth or even their physical health and nothing there's no there's no help that's given to them like even the whole counseling that police apparently give for sexual assault victims that's even a lie that doesn't really happen anyways or if it does happen not a lot of people doesn't happen at all yeah it doesn't happen do you get it so yeah then again society or police or like the law favors the perpetrator more than the victim 
it's it's a very 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 scary thing and i i don't know i guess <sighs> i feel I like now know. we should just talk about like how we everyone listening to become better at helping those sexual assaulting. So I have a list again, <laughs> how to avoid victim blaming. So the first thing is challenge victim blaming statements whenever you hear them. So I think like leading on to what Marion was saying before, when she did now open this platform for people to talk, one thing that I would have appreciated more was if other people spoke out against what was happening. Cause I felt like it was just me, you, a few other girls the other girls were pick me's and other boys were being disgusting <laughs> dickheads as usual and that, yeah. like you know whenever somebody says but what were you wearing uh but um you want to tarnish their soundcloud clout you need to challenge that and be <laughs> like Yo, <laughs> let survivors know that it's not their fault ask what you can do to help them and you know you know show true support for those people um hold abusers accountable for their actions so don't let them make excuses vic- um you know blaming the victim alcohol or drugs and you know by holding them accountable that doesn't mean you'd be like yo bro that was disgusting what you did but yeah i'm still your best friend like no you quit that relationship because you continuing your friendship with a sexual assault means you don't think that's a deal breaker which is scary to me and the rest of the people, the normal people in society. Um, 100%. <laughs> recognise that victim blaming can be rooted in racism, sexism and homophobic attitudes 100%. And take time to consciously examine your own personal biases before reacting to someone telling you about their experience. Yeah. Yep, I, I think we have to start like ostracising these people from society completely. Just literally looking at them as people we have we want nothing to do with criminals Criminals. thank you not someone who's like oh you know made a mistake in his past he's changed no you're a fucking criminal that's it period you know what i'm trying to say we need to start completely ostracizing them so they understand the repercussions of what they've done of course this will behave this behavior will continue because like mariam is here to vouch that most of these people that were accused had like five other people five other victims come forward and say yo he's done that yep. to me as well yeah. so it's not a it's not a oh one instance type of thing that once they do it to someone else they do it to someone else it's, it's like they're addicted to assaulting people like do you get what i'm saying they're never isolated incidents and even if they are isolated doing it once is enough to be considered a criminal yeah like you know how we hear like oh once a cheater always a cheater like with something like sexual assault it's these are like these people have mental problems like this is a psychology in their brains that they think that they can do this to people and like they get away with it or they ask for it or it's okay or i had authority over them i could sexually assault them so to them that that is fine so like they're gonna do it again and again and again it's in their mind to do this. So for you to say, oh, it's a one-time thing. Oh, but oh, it was only one girl. No, like she, Fatmata said, most of the people that did it in this circumstance that we're talking about in our institution did it more than once, you know? So we need to remember that. How do I, how, how, how would I explain this to people? Yeah, I guess, yeah, you know what? As we're rounding this off, I guess what we can do is two bits to this. We can do a... How um 
can we support people who have been victims of sexual assault in terms of how we converse with them and how to make them feel comfortable in not a way that's, you know, overbearing and whatnot. And then we can do a section where how how can we avoid being participants in rape culture just to like educate people so that they don't do this shit. So if you guys have any like I guess pointers to support somebody who's been a victim of sexual assault, like what would what would you what what how would you help them or what would you want to hear if you were in that situation honestly if to be honest if you're a victim the best thing to do is to find someone who you can confide in that is the biggest help that you will ever get just because releasing off your chest Mm. and getting advice of someone close to you is so helpful and then secondly I don't think this is really key I don't think you need to go and ask for an explanation from the person who assaulted you that will never ever work out for you it's not the same as getting closure after a breakup yeah that person will only gaslight you they won't give you the answers you want it's not worth going to them for the comfort that you need and it's just you know if you can if you need to get therapy if you don't just focus on healing by like understanding what happened to you was not your fault and obviously we've been saying this whole time it shouldn't be up to girls to prevent it but the reality is right now it is up to girls to prevent it so um it's just about like thinking about the situation and trying to avoid people like that and that's honestly the best advice I can give um and I know that's advice I've been given so yeah Mm. I, I with the whole it's sad like what one of the advice you gave like trying to avoid situations where you end up where you can end up being sexually assaulted we have to be more wary ab- about around people so we don't suffer this pain kind of thing so that also even affects like relationships or friendships that you may have because you're kind of very wary of what they could actually do to you which is uh, yet again really 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 upsetting but a piece of advice I would give in terms of like how to treat somebody or like how to react if this has happened to you. I'll talk about more how you treat somebody who's been a victim of sexual assault. Don't treat them any differently. Like don't walk around eggshells um, around them. Like treat them how you treat them before. But just be aware that they've gone through this. Like whenever you see them down or whatnot, like be be a listening ear and be a, support, a supportive friend. Like don't say, oh, I could I can only imagine kind of stuff because that doesn't help. Especially if you haven't gone through it, you wouldn't know. Like just be there for them and let them speak their truth and, you know, what's happened to them. Just let them have... Yeah, like, yeah, what Mariam said, a space to talk. And also, um, let's say if you know the person who sexually assaulted them, cut all ties with them because that person who's come to confide to you, imagine if they now know you're still friends with that person. That would honestly break them. So just know, like, if you know the person, kind of pick you need to pick then and there which friend do you care about most the one who's been who's been accused of sexual assault or the one who's been a victim to sexual assault do you get it so yeah i think that's very important to know that you kind of have to cut ties with that person because you can't be supporting one person and then who's been who's been a victim and then also like be cool with another person who's done it but yeah and i guess on the other hand what advice would you give to people to kind of I mean not avoid but like who may see themselves falling into rape culture or like kind of adding on to rape culture what would you um what would you say to them to avoid that if that makes sense if 
so so you're asking if you see yourself slipping into rape culture or see yourself as enabling rape culture yeah yeah yeah, yeah. honestly if you know that you're around individuals that are perpetuating these ideas distance yourself from them or outright ask them what their like opinions and views are and if those opinions and views are definitely problematic just as hard as it is separate yourself from people like that because influence is they can't influence you and obviously the company you keep is testament to your character Mm -hmm. and unfortunately if they do something there's a chance you could be incriminated too regardless of whether you believe in what they say or not and I feel like we have to yeah we have to become a bit more harsh with who we choose to keep as friends and I know that it's sentimental that you don't want to lose people you've known for a long time but honestly you have to let people go when you know that they're not doing anything for you as well as like doing that I feel like if you can tell that your own ideas and your own beliefs are slipping into rape culture and becoming really just not okay just educate yourself, read up on things, talk to girls, ask them, like, what can I do? Just really and truly try and put yourself into the mindset, like, what's going on isn't okay and that you need to be actively against it rather than just kind of complicit. It's like the idea of being... um, The idea of not being racist isn't the same as anti-racist. It's the same with rape. You can't just not have an opinion on it because it's the same as being with it, if that makes sense. Um, yeah definitely i saw this thread which i think is the perfect way to end it um what to do when you're assaulted so god forbid we're not praying this on anyone but you know this does happen this is reality so it says step one make sure you're in a safe and calm place step two if you're overwhelmed you you, like obviously you're going to be overwhelmed but if it's important that you decide quickly if you want to take medical attention, if you want to seek medical attention. So um, you can go to the hospital and, you know, be examined by a rape kit. And then step three would be to speak to somebody, um, maybe a sexual assault helpline. Like this is all evidence that you can get for, you know, convicting your rapist. Um, step four would be if you feel safe again to go to the police preferably with somebody and then obviously give yourself give yourself time to process the event to heal try talking to somebody and yeah give yourself enough time to deal with what you've just gone through yes definitely definitely and i will link that um thread down below just to help anybody all the threads and sources we'll put in the it's called the description right yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll put it in the description below. Subscribe, share yeah. below. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it down below so all of you guys can check those links out and all of that. Um, yeah, as we talked about a lot, this is like we was, I said in the beginning, this is a very heavy, a very sensitive topic. So I hope this didn't trigger anybody. Um, and I just want to say as a last thing, if you have been a victim of sexual assault, I hope you know you are not alone. There are sadly so many people out there who have suffered as well. There's so many forums you can access to get support and help and talk to other people who may have suffered and try to talk to um, a friend or somebody around you who can understand and really support you through what you're going through, whether it was yesterday, last week, or like five years ago. Always try and... Um, get support it doesn't matter when it was just getting support and like Maram said healing from it and moving on is just the best thing that you can do for you and if you do want to seek justice in any way 
definitely go forward. Do not be discouraged by what we talked about today. Definitely go and seek justice. Justice is out if that's what you want to do. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. Um, we talked about a lot of stuff. We we went we went everywhere over this um conversation. But yeah. Maram Fatmata, thank you guys so much for joining me. This is a thank great conversation. Yeah, thank you. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed being on here. I hope everyone enjoyed listening. Um, yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you guys once again. Um, and if there's anything you uh, want me to talk about on this podcast with whoever or whatever, um, the link, not the link, um, the at to my Instagram page, I will put down below. It's always down below as well. The vocalist or podcast on Instagram. So just message me. Let me know what you want to hear. Also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to leave me a review underneath my podcast because that helps so, so much. And yeah, we've got some good episodes lined up actually that I have planned. Um, very, very, very juicy ones. A lot of them I've kind of like dab- dibble dabbled in those conversations before, but we're going to actually have a full episode on them. But yeah, guys, have a great week. Thank you for listening and we will see you next time.